All right, we are live here uh, on FOW Radio on Podbean. Uh, my name is Patrick. I am your host. Um, and yeah, we're waiting for the rest of the crew to join us. Eric, here, although I wasn't expecting him this early. Uh, I, can you hear me? I can definitely hear you. Okay. Sorry, I'm kind of hooked up to my car radio. I wasn't sure if it would work or not. <laughs> well, hey, you got to appreciate technology, right? Hey, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, if we didn't have it, what else would we have? We would have literally nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, we definitely wouldn't be having this conversation, that's for sure. No, no, we would not be. <laughs> so, how, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm sorry, I missed I, 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 so how are you doing today? I know you had a vacation last week. And you're back to uh, regular life. And I miss vacation. Can I go back? Well, that's only a few, right? Essentially. It's crazy because I I went back Tuesday. I work tomorrow, and then I have a four-day week. <laughs> oh, wow. So it's like I get another mini vacation. Gotcha. Well, apparently I drew the the lucky stick this week. Yeah. Well, I myself are going on a vacation uh, next week, but it's uh, more of a staycation. I am choosing to stay home and do nothing. So. Look, uh, that's what we need sometimes. That's exactly what I needed last week. I yeah, was telling my kind of thing. Our district manager came through and was like hanging out in our lobby the other day, and was like, "What'd you do on vacation?" And I was like. I left my bed three times. <laughs> and that was the highlight of your day. Essentially, like all I did was sleep. I'm not even I'm not even gonna lie. I just slept. That's all I needed. Yeah. Well, you know, sleep is good. I hear. So I take naps. Yeah. I mean, you you and I, I I mean I cannot imagine that our sleep schedule isn't any different from what it was. Uh, WrestleMania weekend a few years ago. At least for me, it's similar. Bro, I still talk about that weekend because that was crazy. I think I think I got a total of eight hours of sleep over five days. It's something like that. I mean, I think we may have gotten more sleep on on the drive back <laughs> than we actually did the the whole weekend. I'm gonna be honest. I still don't know how I got us home. Um, I was I was dead. We we both were. I think we, we did. Um, but yeah, it was crazy. It, it was definitely crazy. I think it was a lot of uh, colas and uh, energy drinks, and, and uh, yeah. that that were accompanying us on the road trip back. And it was think about it that we didn't pass one Starbucks. Yeah. Now <laughs> here's the thing. Like, did you like? Didn't you have to go to work that day, or did you go to sleep after you got home? No, no, I literally, after I locked the door, I threw my bag on the floor, walked into my house, and fell asleep until Wednesday. Yeah, lucky you. <laughs> I died. After I dropped you off, I had two more hours to drive, and then... I literally went into a coma. I, I had to be on the other side of Atlanta for my citizenship interview and test. So, 
I'm sure they were like, um, bro, what? Yeah, you look exhausted. Yeah. I, you know, it, thankfully it didn't come up and he had to ask me one of the questions like three times before I got it right. They, 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 they were grading on a curve. Danny, how are you? Good, good. It took me a minute to get here. I think they changed, they updated something with the app on uh, on my version, and so it took me. I kind of had to go in a back around way. Um, oh wow, interesting. So I could, I was trying to go in the front way, and then after a while, it just said it just kind of closed me off. So I had to go in a roundabout way. That's why I'm a couple minutes gotcha. late. I assume uh, you gentlemen were talking about uh, which weekend was this. WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania weekend of 2018, and just how we miss wrestling road trips so much. Yeah, that that's that too. But we were talking about the sleep or lack thereof. Ah, yes, yes. As Um, as one does on a wrestling road trip, especially one as extensive as the Mania, which is a whole bunch of shows in a in a in quite a few in Mm -hmm. only a few days. Maybe this is maybe you are the smarter one of all of us because you refuse to make those trips. I've never done the mania trip. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, so wrestling is upon us yet another week. Yes. Yeah, a, a lot of stuff going on. Um, and yeah, let's let's talk about the different stuff going on. And uh, well, let's start uh, at the beginning uh, with some. Uh, NJPW while uh, Eric is hopefully driving safe on the road. Driving safe, yes. Yeah, but they a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, they he's driving right. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on, but you know the big outdoor stadium show or baseball field, like I think it was. Yeah, baseball field. Yeah. First time in what? I think almost 20 years. 20, 21 years since they did an outside show at that venue. And that, that show had explosions and, uh, just all, it was a chaotic show. Yeah. We Um, still need to watch that show, but yeah, yeah. summer struggle in Jingu, uh, aired, uh, on the Japan world. On August 29th, I ended up not watching it live. Yeah, um, I watched it the next that's morning. Fine. Yeah, but yeah, let, let's go ahead and take a look at it. It was it was an easy easy one to watch. Um, it was six it was only six matches. shows, six matches. I, yeah, so that yeah. made it easy to and go through. Six. We started with Kanemaru uh, defeating Master Wato in uh, about seven minutes. Yeah, Here, we. Um, I think we both picked Master Watto to win that, if I remember correctly. I think I picked kind of Mark. You think you, you picked, picked Mark? Wa- yeah. You okay, picked I picked Watto. Okay. So I think because Watto had won the first I watched, time. After I well, he he beat Doki, but I don't think he's got the pinfall over Kanemaru yet. I think gotcha. that's it. Um, and he he hasn't got been able to get it in even in um. Even in the tag matches, Kanemaru is still able to get the best of mm-hmm. him. Right. But yeah, a pretty good opening match here. And uh, with the roll-up, uh, Kanemaru sneaks in and gets uh, gets the W. Shows, shows what, what the veteran uh, veteran know-how does. Because as, as Master Watto is just returning from excursion, yeah. uh, Kanemaru is like a twenty-plus-year veteran, so you know he's gonna—he's—he knows to, he's a little sneaky. They call him the heel master for a reason. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, and yeah, it was it's a good one. Uh, and then we move on to well, the first of five title matches, uh, where the four way final between for the KOPW twenty twenty. Okada, Sonata, Eldest Parado, and Yano uh, for the King of Pro Wrestling Championship. Yes. And I don't think anybody would have guessed. Know, yeah, very few would have guessed that it ended the exact way it did. That it would have ended with not only Yano winning, but Yano pinning Okada for, yeah. the, for it. Yeah. I think that's the bigger surprise. Not only yeah, that Yano won... But that he pinned Okada with the Rainmaker. Yes, and he pinned the Rainmaker. I think the Rain. I think Okada said in the post match that the match lasted less than ten minutes. He thinks that's a very first that somebody has actually pinned him in less than ten minutes. So he thinks that might be a first for him for the Rainmaker. Um, yeah, and it's by his stablemate, and it was by a guy punching him in the crotch. Um, so. Even though the initials KOPW should be Kazuchika Okada Pro Wrestling, it is not. It is King of Pro Wrestling and Toru Yano, who claimed to make it, it be a lot of fun. He wants to pick the rules, um, you know, and have a lot of fun matches before the end of the year. Um, we can only know what, never know what to expect with with him and what he'll want to do as far as weird stipulations. Yeah, well. I'm gonna ask this, and you know, I know Eric doesn't care too much, but maybe he can give his input as well. With Toriano becoming the King of Pro Wrestling champion, does this make the King of Pro Wrestling Championship uh, the New Japan Pro Wrestling version of the 24/7 title? It very well could be. Um depends on how it's done from here on out but it could be kind of the silly kind of comedy title i don't know it could it could be we'll i mean just you have got, to see how things go as it can you have the silliest of uh characters in new japan as the champion in yeah in a, in, in a with a championship in which the uh the rules will vary change match yeah. so I mean, the gimmicky of gimmicks, but the gimmickiest of the characters that they have. Yeah. So it, it very well could be. Like, I mean, as you mentioned, the the variation of the 24-7 title. Um, we'll just have to see how it goes. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm still interested to see how this belt, how this championship, you know, title, trophy is going to work, is going to play itself out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Eric, are you there with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, what do you think? Will it become yeah. a 24-7 championship with Yana being its champion? Um, sure. Wow, there you go. That's, I think that's you'll never get a more in-depth opinion from Eric about uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling as you did right there. This is, this, is, this is the first. Uh, next up, uh, a match we knew was very good. This is actually my match of the night uh, with uh, Minoru Suzuki defeating uh, Shingo Takagi to become the new Never Openweight Champion. 
absolutely as awesome as as we had hoped. Um, outstanding, outstanding match. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it just I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again because I was so into it the first time. I might have to check it out one or two more times just to make sure that it was as awesome as I thought. But uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was pretty much action nonstop uh, from the get go. They yeah. were just going hard at it. My favorite uh, part of the match is at one point where they both on their knees and they looked at each yeah. other all angry and they just started hitting each other with their heads. Just headbutting yeah, just headbutting. Like they started yeah. on all fours like the JYD headbutts and just goof, goof, uh, and then got up and headbutting. Uh, just and rough. then forearms and then, yeah, it, it was just, it was so fun. I mean, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's the kind of I match, think that match what well, that, from the Never, Never Openweight Championship, yeah, that's kind of the match you right. want. In the, mm-hmm. from that championship, and Suzuki said in the post match, you know that he's he's, you know he's the king of pro wrestling. He's gonna he's gonna beat up anybody who wants to try and take that title from him. So, uh, you know, at fifty two years old, he's still one of the baddest men on the planet. Um, yeah, and he's I think he's gonna he's gonna put release you know some more matches. I mean, Shingo had put up um, I want to say t- I think two title defenses. Which for that championship is a lot because it changes hands so quickly. The never open weights do. Um, so, you know, let's see how long Suzuki can hang on to it. Who is his next challenger? We don't really know um, just yeah. yet. It's no clear, no clear cut person as his next challenger. But um, I mean, anybody can pretty much have. We've seen that anybody can have a banger with uh, Suzuki. So absolutely, very excited with him as champion. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and up next uh, we had the junior heavyweight championship up for grabs, and AJ Jimori defeats Hiromu Takahashi to become uh, the uh, IWGP junior heavyweight championship. I thought uh, uh, it was surprising uh, yeah. to see the belt think- changing hands. But I yeah. think as far as story-wise for the, how the match was, uh, it, it made sense because of all the work. Yeah, because uh, he's been working for his shoulder for did. the last, like, several weeks. Yeah. Exactly. So finally he so, gets him to tap out, um, which is a big thing in Japan. It's not as common for somebody to submit for a championship. So it's like right. a different level of defeat. Um, yeah. So I think that that's a big thing, too, is that Hiromu, you know, in his post-match comments said – you know, you beat me, you defeated me utterly. You know, he's like, I, I submitted. Um, he said, but don't think, you know, he said, but don't think that I'm I'm just going to sit by and let you hold that belt. He said, as soon as the shoulders are ready, I'm coming back. To, I'm coming back to try to get the belt. Right. Um, so I don't know who would be the next challenger for Ishimori because a lot of the juniors, you know, are Gaijin. And so their, mm-hmm. their junior division is also kind of depleted. Unless now... Which I mean, I may be skipping ahead to something we were going to talk about later, but unless you put show, yeah, in the junior division as looking for the singles championship, you know, I could maybe see him as a future challenger. Um, it could make sense, but uh, but that would be the, the first person that comes to mind as as challenger. Yeah, I'm I mean, it'll be interesting to see that. Uh, I mean, he's definitely been somebody who has been on the rise. Uh, yeah. Since you know he's been on his forced singles run, uh, but yeah, it'd be to see the the next challenger. Uh, but 
uh, no rush because you know there's plenty of time, and of course we have the G one coming up in uh, what later this month, and I think that's yeah, going to take up a lot of time. Month, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, sometimes on those G one days, they like to put yeah. in, the, in the tours, give and title think, matches. So yeah, I think that maybe somewhere in there they may find a challenger. You know, yeah. one of those multi tags like, oh, well, we got this guy. Yeah, uh, so and so uh, just pinned Ishimori. Yeah. Yeah. He's the IWGP Tag Team Championships on the line uh, with the Dangerous Seconds uh, defending against the Golden Ace and. Taishi and Zack Sabre Jr. retained the championships. Uh, just, uh, you know, crazy because just when it looked like everything was going, um, you know, on the way with if Hiroshi, Tanahashi, and Ibushi's way, uh, you know, outcome Sabre and Taishi. Yeah, yeah, take advantage of that one moment where they both came in and... And hit uh, the double you know, team, Zack Mephisto on... Uh, yeah. On Tanahashi. On Tanahashi and Saber pinned him, rolled him up, and that was it. Um, Tana, you know, Abushi couldn't get in to make the save. Now, post match comments, um, they decided to split the team, Golden Ace. They decided to take a hiatus. They said, We both got the G1 to focus on. Abushi says yeah. he's going to win the G1, and he says, He said he's not yet ready to tag with Tanahashi again. Uh, right. Tanahashi said, I feel bad. You know, he said, I feel I have to make things right with Golden Ace. You know, I have to get these wins back. I've let us down. He said, I want to try give Golden Ace a try down the line. And Ibushi pretty much told him, the only way that you're going to prove to me that you're ready to reunite this team is if you beat me and you win the G1. Mm. He said, then we can team. So they pretty much, Ibushi pretty much swore he was winning the G1 for the second year in a row. And Tanahashi said, you know, in order to in order to get this team together, he apparently has to win the G1. So yeah. we already have two people who are staking their claim as winning the G1, and we haven't yeah. even announced the field yet. Right, for sure. It's totally, but that it's means kind of that the top team right? is now set is the top team is now um is now separated, you know, moving their ways. Yeah. What next lies for dangerous techers? It'll be yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think that we can get a lot of different teams come up and challenge uh, a, a lot of the groups put guys together. Uh, but yeah, yeah with, with the Golden Ace, uh, it, it does sound like a relationship that that that, that needs some counseling. You think you know? Uh, is like, oh, no, we're gonna break up, and then Tanahashi's like, no, I want us to get together. It was like. And then he was just like, well, if you want us to be together, you better put a ring on it. And, I mean, uh, he pretty much said you better put the G1 ring on it, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, those two guys for sure will make it very interesting uh, in the G1. Uh, still a lot of show to have because they're going to have their uh, New Japan Road shows. It's going to be, I think, four or six shows. Yeah, I think, uh, I think four month. shows. Starting um, on the fifth, I think is the first one. Right. So that's uh, yeah, I think it's the fifth to the eleventh. With the eleventh being the big show, the the major show, and from there uh, they'll have the G one. So we should get those announcements shortly. Maybe they're holding out on announcements because maybe they're waiting to see as things if they can get some people improve. over. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they can get, get some of the gaijin over. over. Yeah. Yeah. So, they may be trying to see what they can do. So in the meantime, 
we have that to uh, look forward to now. And the main event of the evening, 26 minutes that felt like 40. Um, in the main event for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship and the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Tissio Nito defeats Evil uh, to regain both belts. Uh, and yeah, we get Naito two belts. Yes, uh, once again, yeah. Naito is two belt. I guess he's two belts times two, as he's now the second time he's held the double gold. Um, I I think you and I both picked Evil as winning, yeah. um, because we expected him to hold it, you know, for a few months longer, maybe even into Wrestle Kingdom. Um, Naito wins both belts, does the big salute. You know, he does. The, the fans really can't join him because they're restricted as far as noise volume and, and shouting and these kind of things. So he did yeah. the uh, the big salute, you know, of course, minus evil now. And uh, he said in his post-match comments and in the press conference that would come a couple days later that he was ready to start defending those championships individually. He said it was the New Japan matchmakers that were putting it as the double championships uh, on the line at the same time. Mm-hmm. He wants to defend them this, separately, even if that means defending them both on the same tour. Or, you know, if one show one night and one show the next night, however it may be, may be done. Um, so he's ready to split them up and start mm-hmm. defending them differently. Yeah, well, that'll be something that I'll be, I would be really looking forward to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this match, um, I don't know, sometimes... It, it, I feel like these matches can go a little bit long as far as just like they can feel long sometimes. There's, there's, there's a lot of downtimes near the end, and I think that can sometimes make it feel long. But yeah, yeah I, I'll say this this match though, uh, with a lot of shenanigans, the ref, of course, uh, goes down, and uh, we get Ghetto and uh, Dick Togo both um, out there getting involved. We get Sonata and yeah, and Bushi also, they are getting involved, uh, trying to even out the odds uh, with these two groups battling each other. And eventually, though, uh, the, everybody gets cleared away. The referee awakens. Uh, and then just when you thought Evil was going to take the win, you know, never kind of Naito. Naito gets yeah. back up, gets back, and reclaims. The throne as well. The, the, the big king thing of here, New of course, Japan was, wrestling. was Lij coming out to stand together. As that's not nearly as common. Yeah. Um, of course, we know the Bullet Club is going to kind of cheat, you know. But Naito's not really the, still claims that he's not really the leader of the group. Um, you know, there isn't really a leader giving orders, so it's all up to the individual guys to decide if they want to come out and if they're, you know, if they're watching at the time to see if they come out. So this was. Pretty much what you needed to do in order to defeat the Bullet Club at this moment was was get Lij united like that, right. um, you know. And I mean, Bushi and you know and uh, and Sonata dragging the other guys, the Bullet Club guys, out in headlocks out of the arena area, um, you know, to make it a clear one on one, and allowing allowing Naito to get the big win. Um, was a big thing, and and you know the crowd loved it, and it sent everybody home happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, he wants to defend the belts individually. He wants to defend them separately. Um, yeah. 
So we'll see how that works, um, you know, going forward. Because, I mean, if, right. if the G1's getting ready to start, he goes into the G1 as champion. Mm-hmm. So if somebody pins traditionally, if the champion gets pinned or loses a G1 match, that person could then come back and request a title shot. Now, right. with him having both belts, you know, at what point do you say, I want the Intercontinental and I want the IWGP? Like, you know, I have to pick one now. Why do you right. pick one versus the other? Um, or, you know, oh, no, you beat me first, so you get first, you know, you get first right. shot at which one you want, and the second guy gets the other belt or, you know, other shot. We'll, you know, see how that plays out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely going to be um, very interesting to see how all of that uh, plays out. But, yeah, so, I, I mean, look, it was, a, it was a nice look. It was a nice pose. Uh, with the Ito, with that background of the outdoor. Yeah, the fireworks going off yeah. behind him and stuff at the end. Yeah. So, uh, like you said, great way to send home the people home happy. Uh, for me, yeah, this this show, uh, we got an A here on, on this one. It was a very, yeah. very good show. Yeah, good show. And like you mentioned, it being that it was only six matches, it felt – you know, it didn't feel super long. It didn't feel like it really drug on a lot of places. It was pretty much one match, one match. You know, the matches kept going. Um, right. So it had a good flow to it. So I give it, yeah, I give it an A. Lots of good quality stuff um, yeah. from the start to finish. Yeah, we'll, we'll speak for Eric and say he gave it an A also. Yeah, I, I, think, I think he would have. D minus. Oh, dang. Dang. He's great and harsh today. I'll tell you. I'd see how he ends up the, the, the end of the night. Creating, creating uh, payback, I know, right? Uh, yeah. Hopefully he's creating a curve some places. All right, well, uh, so uh, now you kind of have well, mentioned one, this. Uh, yeah. With yeah. Uh, Sean Joe had to uh, let the cha- relinquish the championships, of course, uh, because you know, had that injury, so show was there to officially relinquish the belt, and he so that means that you know that even more of an exclamation point behind his, his singles run. But during the New Japan Road uh, tour, we will have a mini tournament, a 14 tournament for the uh, Junior Tag Team Championships, and of course, it's going to be decided at the finals which will be on uh, September 11th. And so here are your teams. You have Taguchi and Masawato, uh, Hiromu and Bushi, El Desperado and Kanemaru, and Ishimori and Ghetto. So your IWGP junior heavyweight champion uh, is going to be part of this tournament uh but yeah old uh all, all these tables of the japan are represented here yeah uh, it's just a little mini tournament as as you mentioned that show you know with his injury or yo with his injury show decided that he was going to vacate the championships you know that they would vacate the championships together they're doing this mini tournament but because yet again because of covid um there is, you know, such a limit to who's available still. So you have these kind of odd teams. The only team 
there that's a former tag team champion is Kenamaro and Desperado. So to me, they would be the odds-on favorites just because they've held those championships before. They're a regular tag team, um, whereas the others are are you know not longer tenured tag teams. Here's what gets me: Why ghetto? Why not Takahashi? It's either it's either him um, because Yujiro wrestles as a heavyweight. Yujiro oh, technically he? wrestles as a heavyweight. Yeah, he's technically in the heavyweight division. Mm. He wrestled in the World Tag League, which is for heavyweights. Um, so oh, even God. though he's not that big, he could probably be under the the hundred kilos mark. He wrestles a heavyweight, so it's either Jado or Ghetto. And uh, and Ghetto's a little bit better than Jado these days. Um, you know. Uh, so I think that's that's why you went with him. So you're liking. Uh, you liking the former champs for this one? I'm liking the former champs, Suzuki Goon, to to hold even more gold. Right. Um, well, that's a very good and tempting choice. I'm going with Takahashi and Bushi. Okay. I think that those those guys may uh, may just take it. I mean, they're starting out with a bang. Bullet Club versus Los Ingobernables de Japón to start off on. Um, September fifth, so be your first uh, one of your first matches of the tournament. So, yeah, uh, interested. Uh, but yet, one of those four teams will be new champs. Uh, you know, on September eleventh, and uh, over on the uh, on the U.S. Uh, new, new Japan Pro Wrestling America, I think that's what they still call themselves. Of course, they have yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, their weekly TV series uh, uh, on Axis. Is it on Axis? It's on Axis. I don't, yeah, I think, I think it's so. on Axis. Uh, I don't have Axis, so I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so they're, they're making a two-night a two night special, September 4th and September 11th, Fighting Spirit Unleashed. And uh, they are going to load these up with uh, the best um, talent that they have or, are, you know, are, are contracting. So here we go. Uh, first, we are going to see uh, that debut of uh, Fred Roser, formerly known as Darren Young, uh, in uh, WWE. Um, yeah, he uh, he he has no days off anymore because he is going to be working with New Japan Pro Wrestling, so that he'll be in action on September the fourth. Uh, what do you think about this yet? I think it's interesting. Um, you know, I you know he was always good and consistent in his WWE work. He just never really did a lot to stand out. Yeah. Um, you know his in ring stuff or his character stuff. So. Um, but I, th- I mean, I think it's, I think it'll be good. I'm interested to see how he does. Yeah. It's, it's definitely been a while since he's been seen in a major promotion. So I think him being here, given the chance to basically start a new, 
might be something good. Uh, if he looks good and has a good reaction and if people talk positively about his match, uh, and you know, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs, you know, with it. So, yeah, people will pay attention. It'll be interesting to see um, uh, what Rooster does and who he versus gets. Uh, Brody King on September 4th will be welcoming back Hikuleo, uh, one of Haku's sons, uh, who was on, I guess, on an excursion in the UK, uh, returns to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, so here, here he is. Uh, so we get Brody King versus Hikuleo. Uh, I, I, I can't even remember if he actually – I may have seen one or two matches of his when he was first. I uh, do some stuff. I think when his dad was there, also they had a whole yeah. family reunion. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I didn't stuff. see any. He was I, he was doing stuff, you know, for a while. He would just multi man teams. I don't think they even right. really gave him singles matches. I don't think so. But I, I, I haven't seen any of his um, of his UK stuff or whatnot. But yeah, I, you know, I haven't seen any of that either. But he's back apparently, and. Ready to fight for Bullet Club and take on the big Brody King. Um, you know, should be an interesting match. I, you know, I'm, I'm not quite sold on Hikaleo yet. You know, he's yeah. very, very tall, lanky. He's not as stocky as his brothers or his dad. So I don't know what kind of power he's going to have. You know, he's a big guy, yeah, but he's like a beanpole big. He's not a yeah. tall, muscular big. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. It's be interesting. I mean, they they are. Um... Advertising a very violent wrestler here. Uh, so, uh, we got, if he wants brutality, Brody King is the guy to get it to get it on with. Uh, you know, it's funny. It's, I see Brody King and Hikuleo together next to each other, and I think, uh, you know, yeah, it, 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 this on paper, it, it does have promise to be. And I expect, but also you see, I see them and say, hey, if you take Bruce Brody and split him into two, you get these two guys. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. It'll be hopefully exciting. Uh, and yeah. uh, on September 4th, also, uh, Flip Gordon goes one on one with one of the leaders of Bullet Club, Switchblade Jay White. Yeah. Hopefully he can knock, he can. Switchblade can drop that flat earther on his face and uh, send him packing. Uh, go and, back to the know, ring of honor. The, that's the, about to start. Fall fall off the end yeah. of the earth because it's flat. Yeah. Well, so he thinks. Too. Well, we'll see. Uh, but big match on September 11th. So we get a rematch from, uh, from the tournament that we had a few uh, weeks ago. Uh, for the rights to the che- to the contract to to the number one contendership to the U.S. Heavyweight Championship, Kenta versus Jeff Cobb. Now, their their semifinals match to me was underwhelming. That disappointing, but underwhelming. I think this right here, hopefully, will make up for it, and we'll actually get the best from these two. Yeah, I think now that we got, you know, there's a little bit more, there's some animosity here. You know, Jeff Cobb is pissed that that uh, the Kenta low blowed him in order to win. And, uh, 
you know, and eliminated him as Jeff Cobb, of course, wanted that that shot at the U.S. championship. Um, but uh, here he gets another chance. I think this match should be a lot better. Um, let's, you know, hopefully so. I'm, I'm with you in the same boat. We talked about it before, how we were just kind of – it wasn't bad, It wasn't, but it just wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be. Um, it just it left you wanting more, I guess, in a sense that you felt like they could have done more. So here's their chance. Yeah, here's a chance. Now, speaking of wanting more, we definitely want to hear from Eric. So let's switch topics. And, uh, well, I was going to bring up AEW and All Out happening uh, a week from last Saturday, uh, live on pay-per-view. But before I do that, uh, let's talk about somebody who is all out from the WWE. Reportedly, Brock Lesnar cannot come up uh, with uh, the new terms with the WWE on a new contract. Of course, his contract uh, you know, ends every WrestleMania and whatnot. So... Uh, maybe he may, could he be looking for a bigger payday, or could he be looking for uh, another UFC contract so he can go back and fight? Whichever is the case, of course, as soon as they announced that that happened, all the fans of the Twitter machine want Brock Lesnar in AEW. Of course. Uh, Everybody wants yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad get. Everybody, he, anytime somebody's getting ready to leave WWE, that's what they say, though. But yeah, here's, the, sure. no, well, he, here's the biggest problem, okay? That vocal minority that loves to complain, that want, wants to see him in AEW, is the same loud minority that hated that him in WWE. Can, Exactly, the hate the, the hated WWE for bringing Lesnar in. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's a double standard, one hundred percent. People complain Lesnar's taking somebody else's spot. Let yep, you know, being a Lesnar's taking somebody else's spot. Yeah. yeah, you know, if it wasn't for Lesnar, you know, Ambrose would have been champion longer or at all. It, it, you know, everything this, that, and the other. But as soon. As they say, wait, he could be an AEW? Lesnar could do no wrong. Now, of course, you know, you get, you know, you're, you're hearing from the bigger names in AEW come out and say, you know, yeah, no, he's not coming. He wouldn't be a good fit, which is true. He would be a terrible fit for AEW for the reason that AEW exists. AEW is there to be the quote unquote alternative. And be different. And I'm sorry, you're not bringing Brock Lesnar to job to Joey Janela. <laughs> he's going to job to Joey Janela, you know, or or team up with somebody against the Jurassic Express, right? Yeah, he's not he's not going to work dynamite against some unsigned yeah. people, right? And they, you know, I mean, the pay per view schedule is great for him, but. I mean, not to say that Lesnar wouldn't do a job. He's done plenty in, in WWE, but he's always in the main event picture. Not because he wants to be, but because 
he's Brock Lesnar. And it, it only makes sense. It, it, he doesn't make sense in AEW. No, not at all. Like, legitimately, what is what is he going to do? The same things that he's been doing in WWE. Like, he'll he'll work five, six times a year. But in those five or six times a year, like you said, what are you going to do? Have him lose to Ambrose? Have him lose to Jericho? Like, are you are you trying to establish your brand? Or do you just literally want to do the exact same things that you claim you don't want to do that WWE is doing? Like, I, I hope for the sake of hoping that um, they're not wrong. Oh, damn, that sucked. Um, and that they're not going to bring Lesnar in. He literally makes no sense in AEW. I, I feel like WWE is the best fit for him because they will accommodate his schedule. Like, oh, you only want to work six times a year? Cool, great. Here you go. You can work six times a year. I don't. I if they do bring him into AEW, I've lost all respect for the brand that they're trying to build. Mickey Villas, Brock Lesnar in AEW. What would they say about the company? What would it say about the company that they have enough money just to spend freely and frivolously? That word I can't say. It. I've been drinking. Frivolous. Um, I can't say it either, Mika. <laughs> Frivolously. Um, yeah, frivolously. They have deep pockets, um, and, and we know this. We, we know this even from the, the football background standpoint where they're tripping like, hey, they're spending all this money on mm -hmm. wrestling. Um, let's, let's be honest. Brock Lesnar, no matter what genre he's in, whether it be wrestling or UFC, is a draw. He is one of those names that is household enough in this kind of combat sport entertainment atmosphere that would, one, have people talking, two, get people to tune in just to see what is going to happen, at least the first couple of times. Um, I don't think it would be a bad business move if you somehow brought Lesnar in for a quote-unquote quick program against somebody, again, you, you had a joke like, oh, Jurassic Express, Joy Janela. I mean, Jericho and Brock Lesnar, you could put him in there with Jericho. You could put him in there with the Moxley. We know Brock Lesnar's not going to work a full-time schedule, but again, name, draw, value alone – would be worth a sit down at the table, uh, put a number on a paper and see if you guys can come to an agreement again, just to establish that we are here to play. It does not take away from them as a building of a brand if they bring Lesnar in. Cause again, to build a brand, you have to get fans. You have to get quote unquote asses in seats. Well, we're not putting asses in seats right now, but we need to get eyes on product. We also need to get, Word of mouth and people talking. Bringing Lesnar in would do all of the above. I mean, I just, I don't see where he fits. I, I, and, and I mean, he might, he might fit. I just, I can't, I can't see it. You could I can't build see what they a would feud do. 
Lesnar is a, a, a beast enough where you could put him in with anybody. Right now, Jericho's feuding with Orange Cassidy. No offense to Orange Cassidy, but the man is out of his pay grade, really and truly. Jericho's bringing him up. If you want okay. to put a Brock Lesnar out there someplace, you put him in there with an established star like a Jericho. You put him in there with your top guy like a Moxley. If you want to help have Lesnar bring somebody up, you got Lance Archer running around with the murder hawk with Jake Roberts in his corner. Hell, even Cody, you know, has gotten his ass beat a bunch of times and has lost his title or whatever. But Cody he only lost a one. program. Now, okay, huh? listen, I will say this. Brock, Brock Lesnar, uh, from a business standpoint, yes, he's a gap. But from an aesthetic standpoint, from what AEW is supposed to be and what they want to be, they want to be different from the machine, 100% not, not the direction they should go. Plus, I, I, look, I love Chris Jericho. I love the character Chris Jericho, okay? However, the wrestler Chris Jericho, I'm sorry. We've seen Goldberg. Uh, well, sure, Goldberg's a good example. We've, but we've seen Lesnar with older wrestlers such as Goldberg, and we know how that's gone. So, do we need that's to a, see that's him a Goldberg? Kind of- that's a Goldberg that's out of his prime, who has not been keeping like the same schedule as a Jericho. Sure, Again, I, I understand that you guys don't think he fits into this this AEW scenario, but again. As much as you can preach about wanting to be different, let's be honest. It's a four-sided ring. There are people wrestling. There's not a difference here outside of if you want to look at a, a bunch of names that people were not used to, um, the casual fan, bringing them up into existence with AEW pushing you know, the smaller, smaller competitors. Um, a, a, well, WWE would not do anybody under 205 and definitely not under like five foot three, like a Marco stunt. Um, there's the difference, but honestly, truly, aesthetically speaking, that is the only difference is all cosmetic. It's still wrestling. It's still sports entertainment. It's still the same thing. And you would be stupid as a business person. And even as a fan to say, no, don't put Lesnar out there. He'll ruin it. He won't ruin it. All he's going to do is do what he's been doing. He will do the job or he will do, he'll mob somebody. Whatever it is that they want him to do, if they do go ahead and sit down and get him in there, it's going to be talked about. And again, the word of mouth is worth, I think, bringing Brock to the table or bringing him to Jacksonville and letting him run loose in their arena. Danny, two things here I want to get thoughts from you is Brock Lesnar. Uh, would AEW know what to do with Brock Lesnar? And B, could he, who could be his advocate? I mean, they have, you know, some legends there. Tully, Jake. Um, but I don't know if, you, you know, I mean, Heyman and... And Lesnar works so well together. I don't know if you want to duplicate that necessarily. Why don't you send Brock out there and let him fucking fight? Um, you know, let him yeah. go hurt people. And Why he doesn't he need, need somebody to necessarily talk for him. He doesn't need to cut a promo. He does. He just Brian Cage doesn't cut a promo. He got somebody to help him with that. But the problem is you have you have several big guys already with with you know you have Cage with Taz. You have 
Brody Lee, you know, has has the whole Dark Order behind him. You have uh, you have Archer, Archer, Hawk, Archer with with Jake the Snake Roberts. Like you don't need he doesn't need a somebody to be out there and talk for him. He can just go out there and wrestle. But I don't know, like you said, if they're going to give him the same six six dates, you know, six matches a year, you know, twelve dates a year kind of deal that WWE did. I don't even know if he wants that deal right now. You know, he may just want to be done with things. Yeah, I mean, it. it you know, he he doesn't seem like somebody who enjoys going uh, to Florida on a frequent basis. He's up in Canada trying to. Uh, you know, to handle his family and his farm. Not not sure that going to Florida is exactly what he cares about. It's not it's not his cup of tea. Or at least he doesn't seem to be. I'm listening. But, I mean his wife likes Florida, let's be honest. I mean she can go work on her town while he can go go to work. It would not be a bad thing and a bad move. And it's not like the WWE where it was different places where they had him showing up on, you know, whatever his schedule was. This is all right now, basically self-contained to Jacksonville, not, you know, tracing all over the free world, so to speak. Um, it, that's if he goes into a wrestling ring. I mean, UFC, they got a fight island or whatever the hell they want to call it, you know, and Brock could go back and do that, even though he said, oh, I don't want it anymore. We know better. We we know never say never in this business, and he he could just turn around and say, you know what, I want to fight Knockdown again, and, and go do that damn thing. Well, I I think he, it, I think if he goes anywhere, he'll be the Lee or in uh, the UFC, but AEW. Um, I I think it's time to give the people within the system. I think, you know, you, you brought enough people, you know, with uh, Jericho and with um, Ambrose and with, you know, FTR and Moxley. Okay, in addition to you already have the Bucks, Omega, Cody, who's out trying to be on TV. And, uh, and others, you're still rising up. I mean, look. We're looking. We're looking here at a nine-match uh, all-out, and where where are uh, uh, what do you call them? Um, SCU. Where's Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian? I mean, we're, we're talking about two greatest to say Christopher Daniels was one of the best wrestlers in the world. You don't even have a spot for them already? You want to bring in Brock? No. Brock creates a spot just based on name value. It's not a, like, oh, we don't have a spot for him. It's Brock Lesnar. You create Well, that's what I'm saying. All the rest of your stuff can go to the wayside because, again, this is a big enough name draw to, to, to disrupt anything you had previously written and instantly insert him into whatever picture you want. Be it semi-main event, main event, hell, Brock could come and kill the Dark Order and, and break that up and and free Brody Lee, so to speak. You know, oh. the, the possibilities oh. are endless. 
But I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that they don't have a spot for him. I'm just saying he'll take somebody else's spot, and we don't need that. Not in AW. AW, it's its own thing. I want to see new people. I want to see younger people, or something else. But work with the team you have. All right. Okay. So let's take a look. What we have here: nine matches, include which includes a pre-show match. All out happening this Saturday. Uh, so in your pre-show, a tooth and nail match. Britt Baker versus Big Swole. Tooth and nail match. What what is a tooth and nail match? I, I did not watch the go-to show of Dynamite, so I, I missed out. Does anybody know? Nope. No, I couldn't tell you. I was kind of confused by what that means too, but Apparently nobody knows. I think it's a it's it's a play on the words. I mean, Britt Baker is of course a licensed dentist. Um, Bullshit. She is not a dentist. Yes, that's a lie. I've never heard wow. that before in my entire life. <laughs> Let's take a I look mean, here. Britt right. Baker is oh. a dentist. Yeah, right. I I, I googled I mean, this on the interweb, so because it's on the internet, that means it's it's true. But according to uh, AEW president Tony Khan. Uh, the tooth and nail match um, is uh, because it's, it's called that because they're gonna fight tooth and nail. Does it like no DQ? Are there any kind of special it, it is, rules? It is a false count to anywhere match that will take place in a dentist office. Uh, right. Not any dentist office. Hit her with the, hit her with the drill. Hit her with the drill. Dr. Baker's own office, in fact. All right. Quote, unquote, Dr. Baker's own office. Yeah. And, yeah, it's going to be... If it does not start off with Rick Baker, like, somebody going, Dr. Baker, you've got a patient out here in the lobby, and Vic's full, like, beating her, then I don't think I want to watch. I'm just saying. I don't think I want to watch anyway. It's not going to take place during business hours, okay? Well, that's just, that's lame. Yeah. That's well, we don't know. I mean, it's already. It, it's going to be aired on the pre-show, which it means it may not be live. It could be, this could get the cinematic treatment since it's happening in a dentist's office. So he may have already been taped for all we know as we speak. But they are going to fight tooth and nail as no, somebody's calling ball. somebody. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so there we go. All right, um, yeah, I it, it, they're, they're fighting in a dentist office, so I give the dentist uh, the edge here, Brent for the win. Um, I think Swole gets her revenge. She's you know been waiting to fight uh fight Brit for a while. They've both kind of been on the shelf and off the shelf and on the shelf and off the shelf. I think Swole gets the win. All right. Um, I'm going Brit just because I feel like they've been hyping her up so long uh, through her injury that um, if, you know, she comes back and she loses, it kind of kind of devalues her in a, in a way. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Brit. My gosh, dudes and dudettes. Big swole for the win here because 
she been waiting a long time to get her hands on this little broken or rolling dentist or whatever. You're giving this girl weapons, and she's had a lot of time to think about how badly she wants to hurt Britt Baker and put her on the shelf. Uh, big swole for the win. All right. And then I mean, you that's a good great. answer. It's a wrong answer, but it's a good answer. Wow. I mean, it, it's it, not so, wrong. I'm right. But if Britt wins, then it's wrong. But you're right. It's I feel wrong. like Britt's the one that they're going to try to build this shoddy division around. So, Wow. Did you just call the whole division shoddy? I've, have you not listened to anything that I've ever said about AEW's women division? Perhaps no. I'll tune that, tune she, that episode she, out. I'm sorry. She, 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 wasn't, she wasn't that episode. But hey, uh, if you yeah. missed that episode, Mika, guess what? You can listen to it now, available on our archives, on iTunes, TuneIn, Podbean, Google Play, still to be determined, and soon to come on Amazon. Music. Uh, Amazon go. corporate now. Well, you know. Listen to us with your Prime membership or not. Uh, okay, uh, in no particular order. Uh, in a broken rules match, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guerrero. If Matt Hardy loses, he has to leave AEW. Making room for Brock. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What? What Brock Lesnar interferes and beats up Matt Hardy so that so that he can have a job. He, he gives him. They the said I had too many people treatment. on the roster, so I had to get rid of somebody. <laughs> he told me to break somebody, so here you go, buddy. See? <laughs> yeah, I'm works. here for it. I'm I think Matt it. Hardy will win this match. Yeah, Matt Hardy wins this yeah. match. Yeah, they're Matt not kicking him out of revenge. AEW. Yeah, Alice, uh, listen. Brock and Mark Hardy didn't last a long time in AEW. Now he's he's uh, playing mentor to Private Party. This is their name, right? I can't remember. Yes, that mm-hmm. is Private Party. Uh, so I don't know. If I was Man Hardy and I was basically the coach to Private Party, I'm myself a bit out of that <laughs> house. Uh, so, yeah, but I just don't know. Man Hardy. All right, uh, the Jurassic. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! My, my, my choice. Thank you very much. I'm my sorry. choice. I'm sorry. The ones that matter. No, I'm joking. Well, in that case, I should have went first. Sammy Guevara. Guevara. I'm sorry for the win. Can okay. You, uh, pronounce the name right first. Then come back. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. He's a Spanish god. He's so sexy. I couldn't get his name right. Okay. Um, he is going to win. And Matt Hardy is going to leave AEW. You're going to have another incarnation of Matt Hardy. This one is out the door. Sammy for the win. Thank you. So Matt Hardy leaves. Rockin' Matt Hardy comes back. I mean, he might come back as Itchweed because Jeff ain't using it. I don't know, but (laughs) I'm just saying. Itchweed? Possibility. All right, uh, the Jurassic Express uh, against the Young Bucks. I, I believe that this match just happened because they had that eight-man tag and the winners were going to wrestle each other. I don't even know if the winners get anything. But, 
Yep, there, there we go. Is this I'm a going title with the match or? No, no, this is this is just a plain match. I think. Uh, I don't even know who has the titles. So uh, Omega and Page, but that's going to change on um, Saturday. Um, fuck it. Yeah, so I'm going with the Young Bucks. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> wow. I mean, yes. I, I, I don't. I don't know Jurassic Express. That's that's the little one in in the in Luchasaurus, right? That's yes. Jungle Boy. That's Luke Perry's son. Oh, the I was thinking it was that one? stunt kid. I don't no, know. that that's the mascot. Oh, that's wow. not all he's good for, honestly. Well, no, oh no, 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 no. To, to, Marcus Tunt is also good enough to wrestle on uh, on AW Dark, the YouTube. Uh, oh, the YouTube show that, yeah, that's where they pull the people that they don't pay to wrestle. Oh my god, they pay, they pay them to wrestle, okay? From they pay them to wrestle, they just that's where a lot of the people that are uh not signed are. But they get hey, paid. Rachel had a dark show, okay? They get paid. I hope she got paid. I don't think Rachel would have done it if she didn't get paid. That's true, that's true, that's true. Uh, okay. Uh, I think uh, Danny, did you did you give your two two cents or pick on this, this one? Is, it's uh, it's got to be the Bucks, man. It's hard to bet against them. I know they lose, but it's hard to bet against the Bucks. And Vamp, when, when we see you on AEW Dark, then you please confirm whether or not you got paid. Uh, <laughs> we will not out you to anyone when you tell us this. Thank you very much. They uh, got shout paid. Out. I, I know they get paid for dark, and Jurassic Express is going to win. Yeah, Bucks okay. don't need um, the win, and with Jungle Boy being back at 100%, Luchasaurus being, you know, uh, at 100%, they get the win, and this young tag team moves up in the ranks to perhaps challenge for the tag team titles. Look, Luchasaurus is probably too busy. Uh, watching the current uh, all-star edition of Big Brother, realizing how hey. he was such a failure hey. in his version. Wow. And, Look, yeah. Judas did great in fucking Dude, Big Brother. He, he was so good. He was, no, he was obsessed with a girl. Yeah, I mean, and, like, Liz was his downfall. Half time, <laughs> for half the time, he didn't realize he was hitting on, this, on twin sisters, all right? True. Until they eventually told him that they, you know, there were two. Uh, I, he found out there were twins. He's like, yeah, two for the price of one, but no, that's, Liz was never going to let that happen. Uh, but no, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why he ever thought that, that he, they were going to they be Romans over sisterhood. No, that wasn't going to work out. He bet his game on a girl, and he lost. This is what showmans has never worked. All right. And that's your big brother update, everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Uh, 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 hashtag BB twenty two e one. Let's do this. Uh, all right, uh, the Dark Order, uh, which I guess Cole Cabana is officially a member of the Dark Order because I guess because he's Broly. still listed as being with them. Yeah. It's weird, but uh, yeah. Evil Luna and Stu Grayson. Yes, um, yeah. Uh, and they are gonna wrestle Matt Cardona. Scorpio Sky and the Natural Nightmares again. Okay, kind of okay. Matt, I understand. He's he worked with Cody. He's been helping Cody. 
Scorpio. I mean, he should be teaming up with his pals, friends. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. Scorpio wrestled and you know lost to Cody, and he was part of the people who got beat up. I'm sure uh, by the Dark Order. But what the heck? Doesn't make sense. All right, the Dark Order. Colt Cabana. Why is Colt Cabana in the Dark Order? I have no clue. Uh, can we give him a nine? I don't know, a, like zero, because that's how much I care about him. All right, Ooh. let's do that. Okay, yeah. so I think in this match, well, Cody's not in it, so yes, the Dark Order wins. Damn. I, Jesus. Like <laughs> I don't know what to do anymore. Shit. Oh, no, this man is not picking. Sorry, I'm also playing Madden. Um, y'all are my good luck charm, apparently. Um, good. You know, I'll, I'll go Dark Order too, just because I don't really. I, I don't. I don't watch this show, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, I'm gonna pick Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares for the win. I mean, I see. Yeah. I, I see here, Eric's. Eric's reasoning for his pick is exactly why this eight-man tag match doesn't make sense. If you're not watching, if you just looking at the match cannot make sense of why these teams are together and happening, then yes, it, it makes no sense. And if you can't catch somebody who just only watches the pay-per-views without watching the shows and get it, are you really telling a good story? I think not. But, but alas. you do have that match to tell the good story. That is a distinct possibility. In yeah. the match, you could tell a story. Sure. And for those who don't watch, you can hook them in and get them at least interested in the particular performer. All right. Are you interested in watching Dynamite next week, uh, Eric? Um, I may actually be going to All Out, so I don't even fucking know. Maybe. <laughs> you were supposed to say that, but thanks. Oh, no. <laughs> Standing still with. Sorry about your luck. I'm here. Yeah, I'm just listening okay. to you guys argue. Man. So what you got here <laughs> about Big Brother and stuff? I mean, I don't know. We're um, we're. I think I got to go with Dark Orders because they're the more cohesive unit. There you go. Mm. Uh-huh. And they have more championships than the other team does. But yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, a, the twenty-one man casino battle royale. The winner gets a future AEW World Championship match. So far announced: Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, uh, Pentagon Junior, Ray Phoenix, The Butcher, The Blade, Eddie Kingston, Sean Spears, Billy Gunn, Austin Gunn, Jack Hager, Santana, Ortiz. Chuck stinking screw you, Taylor, Trent, and more people to be determined. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think to be determined is going to win this one. Uh, if I had to pick somebody, yeah, Eddie freaking Kingston. Come on, give it to me. I mean, I, I'd pick Eddie. He's probably the one that I like the most out of those guys that you just named. Wow, we just go with who I like the most. It's a big switch. It's a lot of different people. Um, And to be determined could be another few people. So I don't know. I got to. uh, To be determined could be Brock. 
Leicester. There you I, go. I would pop. Oh, uh-huh. Lesnar's the two be determined, yeah. And I'm totally yeah. kidding. I I definitely do not believe he's gonna be to be determined. What no, would his theme no, music no. be? I don't know, they some random be... rock song. Yeah. Some, got something Fozzie, from they got a Fozzie song or something. That yeah, something from that. Fozzie that you know that that uh what's his name? Jericho can make money off. Do you I think mean, I, WWE I, let I, him keep his theme? Absolutely not. No, hell I'm no. I'm surprised to have the rosters not coming out to Fosse songs, really. I know, right? Jericho isn't like becoming the Jim Johnson of, uh, of you know, <laughs> yeah. AEW. Well, you know. Why I mean, not? Jericho's smart. He gets paid per song. So why would he not? Like, that's what I'm saying. Because you actually need to make good music. That's why. Damn. Patrick. What is wrong with you today? Why are you so mean? Mean? I mean I'm, saying, I'm good, nice. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. That was kind of anyway, mean. Anyway, I'm going to clean this up. To be determined, depending on who it is, could be the winner, but out of the named people, uh, Murderhawk, Lance Archer, is on a collision course with the AEW world champion, no matter who it is. Murderhawk will kill all 20 other competitors and pick up this victory. Didn't he already have his chance once? Or am I imagining Sorry? it? Sorry? What'd you say? Didn't he already have his shot at Moxley? Listen, yeah. we're not talking about the past. We're talking about like the future, okay? Thanks. I'm talking about this year. I don't remember like, earlier this year. I barely remember yeah. yesterday, so let's keep going. Listen. All right. When Jerrica starts listening to a podcast, I'll start sucking up to him, all right? How about that? Oh, God. Sounds good? Hey, I said I like the guy, all right? Isn't that enough? Yeah, uh, I guess it is right. enough. Uh, for the AEW Women's World Championship, Hikaru Ishida will be defending against NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa, who uh, looked very good in this uh, week's uh, Dynamite, from what I hear, I didn't watch again, but I heard she did well against uh, former um, WWE PC trainer, coach. Oh, yeah, I forgot it was Sarita. Serena, mm-hmm. not yeah. Sarita. Yeah. So different, I'm going with Sheeta here. You think Sheeta retains? So I it's not title still. for title, though, right? Nope, not title for no, title. It's not title for title. Okay. Um, I think that Thunder Rosa wins. I got to side with Thunder Rosa. I, I, uh, I'm, I'm going Sheeta. Screwy finish. Screwy finish. Nobody wins. Because Thunder Rosa is such a good competitor, and with her being an NWA Women's Champion, them coming in, giving her the format to, you know, show a title from another company, I don't think that you have that champion lose to your champion because it kind of it kind of messes up the working relationship you have. So I got some outside interference throwing this one out. No contest or time limit draw. One of the two. Could go draw. That would be interesting. Yeah, go like a 20-minute draw or whatever. Yeah. 
I think, think Sheeta, about all those things. Oh, Sheeta, no. Draw, 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 draw. Okay, I'm done. Uh, is that them all? I, th- I think they get them all. All right. Uh, a Mimosa Mayhem match where the winner can only uh, win uh, by pinfall submission or by throwing your opponent into a Mimosa tank. This is the kind of match where uh, Mika Villas will like self, uh, you know, evict, uh, self lose by throwing herself into the tank of Mimosa. <laughs> I would not throw myself into the tank and lose. I am refined. I would have a glass and or a straw, perhaps a huge straw, and sip my way through this tank of mimosa. Okay, that's a whole lot of orange juice and, and alcohol going to waste right there. Um, I don't know how they're doing this. I heard that they're going to have like a, a, a pit of mimosas around the ring. I don't know. Maybe they're going to like set up kiddie pools or something. I, I have no idea uh, if it's actually going to be a tank. I don't know. But again. Alcohol abuse is abuse, and it does affect people like myself. So I need them to think about what they're doing here. And um, Orange Cassidy is going to, of course, win. Jericho likes to drink, so he might drink his way out of the tank eventually. But, yeah, Orange Cassidy for the win. (laughs) Yeah, I think Cassidy's definitely winning this one because, I mean, he's throwing Jericho into the mimosas. Yeah, he's throwing Jericho into the drink, and and everybody laughs. Ha ha ha! It's funny, but like, yeah, I think that's that's how it ends. That's how Cassidy gets his big one up on Jericho, the big win at the pay per view, but without pinning his shoulders to the mat. I can't root against Jericho, so I'm going Jericho. <laughs> Jericho for the pin or the toss it to the mimosa? Dad, Jericho wins. Okay, fine, fine. For the AEW Tag Team Championships, Kenny Omega and Adam Page defend against FTR. FTR for the win. Adam Page officially in every way, shape, or form no longer part of the elite, which I think that already, I mean, he's technically been kicked out or slept. But yeah, this seals the deal. Page goes into his own to drink in a bar all by himself while FTR celebrates with Tully. Um, I'm going to go with the Revival. Um, even though I don't really... Their, their names are like Cash and Dax now, aren't they? That's kind of... I don't really like their well, names, but... That, that, I mean, that was their name before they that's went still, the Fed. That's, that's still weird. Um... Uh, I, I feel like it's if, if what I saw on Twitter is true, it's probably about time for the cleaner to come out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the revival. Yeah, I think FTR takes it and uh, gets the tag team champions, you know, here and would they be the first person? Would they be the first people to hold WWE gold and now the uh, AEW tag team championships? Like just in terms of tag titles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, obviously only... Moxley, you know, yeah. and Jericho. Yeah, they, like, uh, they, they would be yeah. the first 
tag team tag team the WWE NXT and AEW tag team championship. I thought uh, Omega I and uh, uh, what's what is the other guy? I thought they were the only ones that actually have been the tag champions. Were there actually mm-hmm. were there other tag champions? Have there been champions? They have been the no, they they they're the inaugural champions. I thought. So they were, were the they? first. I don't. I, I don't watch the show. <laughs> no, no, they were the second because they had that mini tournament. So SEU was the real champions. Oh well, yeah. considering that none of those guys have been in WWE, yeah. Frankie was in WWE. Don't don't lie to yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. he was on Velocity. He was the coolest. Right. He was the Velocity, and they wanted him to cut but his hair. And that's when he Daniel quit. was on there for like a second. Yeah, Chris oh, yeah, Daniels wrestling matches for them too. Yeah, yeah Frankie one, Kazarian. They wanted to. They wanted to cut his hair, and he said no, and so they let him go. And look at him now. And then he eventually shaved his head because nature started yeah. doing its work for him. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damn, nature, you scary. Uh, yeah. Well, they gave him the option. Yeah. It probably worked out better for him in the long run. Well, all right. So there you go. Clean sweep. And. In your main event of the evening, uh, for the AEW World Championship, still an ugly looking belt, by the way. But is it the world? Is it a world championship? That's what they call it. Has it been Where defended it? outside of the United States? Oh, you know yeah. what? Was it defended on Jericho's cruise? There you go. International waters, baby. There you go, baby. (laughs) (laughs) We get it on a technicality. International waters. Uh, So, yeah. We get John Moxley versus MJF. Moxley Moxley. kills him. Moxley crushes that little boy. He sends that little boy packing, okay? He crushes the little boy, yeah. He 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 uses his own scarf to wipe his little blood up with, and and, mm. and Moxley gives him a little pat on the butt, telling him good job, and sends him on his way. Yeah. Wow. This is so oh. difficult for me, okay? Because I love them both. All right. MJF has run a beautiful campaign. To it's not the best honestly, campaign I've ever truly- seen in pro wrestling. I mean, it is the best campaign ever, and you are Canadian, so you don't know anything about American politics. Ethan Carter the third. Listen, talking about. Let's not talk about. I'm talking about another set of letters right now. Okay. He's uh, he's too busy uh, fighting over a fake championship. Oh my God! Stop. We we listen. I love guys with three letters. Okay, I love them both, and and eventually when those. All three letters get together, and it'll be great. Anyway, MJF ran a beautiful campaign, um, and the Paragon shift or whatever Mox is calling this DDT. Yeah, yeah, that. You won't be able to use it, and even though Moxley is scary as hell, I think MJF wins because he's been inciting Renee Young's name in his promos. It's a beautiful thing. He's got Wardlow, so it's really a two-on-one, not a one-on-one match. 
and MJF has his staff. I mean, his staff, there's some wrestlers on his staff. We don't know how they're going to come into play. Moxley's in trouble. New champ. No, he's not. No, no he's not. <laughs> this is going to be a five-minute match. It's a squash. He's going to make the kid bleed, and he's going to send him crying home to his to his rich parents, okay? Pat him on his butt plastic, and send him on his get, way. To get, plas- to get plastic surgery to repair his face. Okay. He's gonna sing. Yeah, what was that song? My God, sunshine. He's gonna sing. You are my he's sunshine. Sing... No, while he's, he's leaving the ring. Oh, he's oh, gonna oh, leave oh, the oh, ring, oh, and that set and that sad song from uh, the end of the Incredible Hulk is gonna play, and he's gonna be walking, looking his, look, carrying his scarf like his on his little shoulder. There you go. As he said, hitchhiking, trying to get somebody to pick him up. Carry him on home. I'll pick him up. I will carry him home. I will carry him home with the AEW World Championship title proudly swung over his shoulder, scarf in hand. I'll use him as a speed bump when I leave Jacksonville. Oh, my God. Listen, when MJF is all done unsuccessfully against Moxley, uh, he can go to his much more famous Jewish person, Adam Sandler, and he can write him a new Hanukkah song. Mm-mm. Y'all are horrible. Him and Colt Cabana can both talk match. about how much they're going to lose. Yeah. Y'all are they, bad. They, on their way out, they're going to continue to argue about who's paying for the taxi because neither one does. <laughs> The show is great, guys. I'm excited. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. did you get a did you get a seat in the pod? Um, I'll, I'll get back to you. <laughs> You're in the process of possibly obtaining a pod spot. Is what you're telling me. My my source. Decided to go quiet on me, so uh, <sighs> source. My Broke source. My source. Hey, source went well. dark. <laughs> Just like eight. Oh, never mind. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I he, said said person made status. Jeez. I responded on status, and said person has not gotten back to me yet. Okay. So maybe, maybe not. Uh, well, alright. Uh, okay, so Mario Ronaldo and Renee Young are also gone. Uh, Renee Paquette, I guess her name. Her real name? Yeah. Uh, I go for uh, Lily Lee. Uh, Renee says uh, she's on a longer than usual um, uh, what are those things? Clause to go to the opposition. <laughs> Yeah, but she's got plans with Fox, apparently. Bigger things. Does she really want to do the wrestling thing again? I I, I don't think... I don't think so. Uh, I think that she deserves to have her own feature show on the major network. Just, I think, Fox will give her more avenues. Marvel Ronaldo... Well, I think Fox I mean, is just going to... I don't think they're going to give her her own show. I, I think, think they're they just gonna keep it. they're just gonna keep her on the WWE show that she's doing with Punk and stuff. It's gone. That show got canceled. <laughs> it's gone. They got canceled. Oh, that show got canceled altogether. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I assume she was just gonna stay at that, and that's how she's with uh, Fox, but not WWE. With COVID, it, they kind of they kind of ended it. Yeah. yeah. 
to make room let's, for more non sports, I guess. I mean, let's be honest. Renee comes from a sports broadcasting God, background. Sports. She's very uh, into like sports, especially hockey. Um, she's she's been kind of trolling Twitter a little bit, um, responding to things like MJF's promo, um, reaching out to the NHL, saying, "Hey, my husband wants to cut promos uh, <laughs> or teach your hockey On players how your, to cut after." Yeah. I teach them how to yeah. cut after interview pro roles or what have you. So um, there was talk about um, networks um, like ESPN years ago wanting to talk to her um, and bring her in. So right now, especially with her being a high enough profile name um, with the WWE, which ESPN, of course, has worked with in the past, leaving, I could see ESPN picking her up rather quickly. Fox, Fox Sports. Um, she has a cookbook that she's about to put out relatively soon. Um, and of course, yeah, there's the the alternative wrestling in AEW and hell, Impact. You could get rid of Josh and Madison Rain, and Renee could be the. We first don't get rid of Madison Rain. She's the only good, beautiful people. Shut your mouth about her being only good, beautiful people. I didn't say fire her. She can get back her in the ring, or she can go back to making babies. One of the two things, but get her off of commentary. Um, anyway, um, there's avenues open for Renee and Maru. We know um, WWE didn't seem to be a good fit. We loved him there, but WWE didn't seem to appreciate him. So wherever Maru goes in the future, um, I think it'll be good for his mental health, and I think that's more important than anything. Um, so maybe he takes a break, maybe he gets back into it, maybe he doesn't, but uh, I, I expect us to see Renee Young out, th- excuse me, Renee Paquette out there, or Renee Good, because that's her married name, out there relatively soon doing some stuff in the media, um, probably on a sports network. I still think Morrow comes back to WWE. I, I don't think that this... I, I, as, as I don't even really know how to word this as someone that has struggled with mental health, I can understand how a job like that would be taxing on your, your, your mental health. So this, I I don't think this is the first time that they've let him, um, quote unquote go before. And and yeah, I don't think it'll be the last absence, time. Basically. Yeah, yeah. And, and I I I firmly believe that Morrow within the next year will be back in WWE. He is the voice of NXT, and I, I'm pretty sure WWE knows that. And f- for right now, I'm just going to enjoy the ride with Wade Barrett. Honestly, I I've loved his return. Honestly, yeah. maybe maybe it comes uh, back to an in ring thing at some point. Eventually, I mean, uh, from what I hear, they're in talks with a contract with uh, Wade Baird for uh, announcing, uh, for being part of the announce team. Could that lead to wrestling in the future? Probably. But the fact that he was there last week, he was there this week, he's going to be there next week. Now they want to sign him to a contract to work. Uh, you know, I mean, sorry, NWA, but, you know, they're at least hiring. You know, what is what uh, is the deal with NWA right now? Are they uh, like, nobody knows? Are, nobody yeah. knows really. They're just yeah. 
They said stuff. They're going to come back when they feel it's safe to come back. But I don't know in what capacity. I don't know if they're going to go back to doing the studio shows. I don't know if they're going to start running live events. I don't know what they're going to do. But I think they're just going to. They're waiting till till it's you know a little bit safer to to run shows. Yeah, it's probably smart, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of stuff going on in Atlanta. With NWA not having shows, however, NXT is coming in December. Uh, tickets went on sale, I believe, this week. So uh, to me, that's no. It, to me, that's saying you know tickets you know, didn't they, go on sale. Tickets went on sale back in January when this show was supposed to be for April. Wow. Well, no, this is well, the makeup yeah. show. Yeah, so that show didn't happen. So tickets are going on sale now for that sh- this show. All I know is that I better still have my seats because they didn't refund me. Well, I think that they may do that. They, they, they may put some in there. I mean, I don't know. It, now you got me worried. It's going to be interesting because, I mean, they, I, I would have thought they would have contacted people. I mean, I'm looking at the seating chart right now. I just Googled it. There are seats available. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share this this link with you guys because uh, Eric, I want to know if you see this on sale. It better not be. I got front row tickets. All right. Well, front front row. There's two tickets in front row for sale. Those are yours uh, right there. And I will I will fight them. What section are you in? Uh, I don't know. Hold on a second. I'm trying to play Madden podcast. Look up tickets. God dang. Eric, you better hurry up. You you may lose out. You see, they may sell them and get double the money for it. All right, I'll, I'll, y'all continue. I, I got 13 seconds left in this game. <laughs> then I'll look at my tickets. But uh, yeah, because second row tickets are going there for two hundred dollars. Remember the days when they were seventy five? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, two hundred dollars now. But yeah. Uh, where was I going? Morrow, I think, you know, is this the last time we're going to see Morrow in an NXT uh, commentary booth? No, not at all. I think he, right now he's focused. Boxing is starting to come up. Hey, the big fights are coming back soon. Uh, even Oscar DeLoyer wants to fight, which means that's where, that's where he makes his real cheddar right there. Those boxing fights, you know, it, they do pay a pretty penny for him to be doing commentary on the pay-per-view, the real pay-per-view. Okay, so I still have my that. tickets. Uh, he, he works with, uh, with Bellator, I believe, uh, on yeah, case-by-case basis. Bellator. Yeah, so, I mean, he's got other stuff. That I'm sure that he does a bunch of other stuff that he could do. Uh, he, he's a very, he's a very well-known uh, person in the sports world, so there may be opportunities there that maybe he wants to take that. Uh, m- maybe doing voiceovers and whatnot with WWE may or may not necessarily be getting in the way. Uh, you know how Vince McMahon can get very possessive sometimes. So yeah, yeah and so so wait, wait. Good to hear you still have your tickets. Um, I don't think it sold the- out the last time, or or like. I think when the show got canceled, maybe people, I, I was going to say demanded, but asked for refunds. Um, 
I, I just I wasn't sure what was going on. I figured they would just automatically refund me if the show got canceled. But then mm-hmm. by the time that the show rolled around, they had already had the date for December whatever Thursday of whatever. So gotcha. yeah, I, I'm excited. I haven't sat close to the ring in so freaking long. It's NXT at the whatever. You're not gonna sit that close to the ring. It's still like it's still better than sitting at the top of center stage, which is the last yeah, three fair. times that I've been to NXT. Yeah. Well, that's because you wait till the last minute to buy your ticket. Look, what I did oh. didn't do. <laughs> but the uh, first yeah. time I I was there at ten o'clock on the day that the pre-sale started, and they had already sold out, and so I had to get tickets off of StubHub, mm. which was annoying. Uh, StubHub's the worst. Yeah, well, you also probably pay even more. Now, with the news that Way Bear is in, Morrow is out, and of course, uh, we know that Nigel McGuinness was furloughed uh, by WWE back in... uh, Wait, what? No, he just sat. He just decided to sit out because of COVID. Okay. He was furloughed. No, I, I had not heard that. I, yeah, no. yeah. I think that they told him, yeah. Anyways, uh, it's officially been announced that uh, that Nigel is coming back uh, to WWE and uh, he will be doing commentary for NXT UK, which is returning soon. Uh, they're going to be having shows from the BT Studios in the UK. Uh, so yeah, uh, N- Nigel. Uh, will be doing commentary from the U.S. Oddly enough, because he's stays this year, um, and he will be uh, with uh, yeah with Andy Shepard uh, in uh, uh, calling the action of NXT UK. Yeah, no. Uh, to my knowledge, he was part of the furlough. Yeah, I, I always, yeah, I didn't remember seeing his name. I always thought he was. Just sitting out because he was, you know, he had had previous illnesses and stuff. You know, he previously had uh, hepatitis, so he was just kind of sitting out. No, I had seen something in the spring. Not immediately after everybody got furloughed, but later on that he was furloughed. But yeah, uh, so we we've got uh, we got Nigel working at NXT UK, so that'll be cool uh, to see. Um. Uh, okay, so WWE and Live, right? They, they, they still exist. Uh, who knew in what way would WWE exist uh, with them selling Evolve to WWE? Did we talk about that when that happened, by the way? No. I think we uh, did, but no, I can't I remember. So. Well, okay. That, so Evolve was officially sold uh, to WWE, which basically means they bought the library. And yeah. oh, and so it comes out this week that WWN presents Eddie Kingston's Grindhouse live on Fight TV. Uh, I can't remember when it's happening, but it's happening. And everybody started going, oh, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? I thought WWN was dead. I thought they sold it to uh, WWN. No, they just sold Evolve and its library. However, they still have uh, the rest of the library, I guess, and all this stuff in Florida. But, uh, yeah, 
Gabe Sapolsky, who's um, uh, an advisor of some sorts in NXT, uh, is officially gone from WWE, so they're completely parting ways. And so he's fully with, you know, in his role with uh, NXT. WLN and Eddie Kingston's Grindhouse. Uh, I'm looking forward to see what that comes out of it because, you know, Eddie Kingston, who knows the things that can come out of his mind? He's a smart guy. And he already put it on Twitter not to be reaching out to him for bookings. He's already got this thing all planned out. (laughs) Yeah, I I did see that. So I'm kind of curious about this. With there's no sale and and that's 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 fine, but is this going to be like a WWE Network thing? Like, are 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 they going to start showing of all the events? Like, well, yes, officially, I think three weeks ago, uh, they are now putting slowly but surely uh, evolve shows as well as WXW and Progress shows on the network. Okay, because I. I I don't necessarily know the the contractual situation, but isn't Eddie all elite? <laughs> well, he is, well, man. his thing with WWN is separate, so WWN is completely separate. From I don't know if WWE. he's actually wrestling on this show, though. Okay, I think so he's like he... hosting it, okay, like, slash booking it. You know, because I was about to say that's that's kind of showing off the the competition there. Well, cut, well, well. Again, WWN is on fight. They're not. It's not related to their league. They're completely separate. So they do their own thing. And yeah, I mean, we we've seen indie wrestlers do other show. You know, uh, AEW wrestlers do other indie shows. Janelle is still working with GCW. Yeah, but Monster. none of those are WWE affiliated. Yeah, but WWN is not affiliated. The only affiliation with WWE was Gabe and Evolve. WWE has both now. WWE does their own thing. They're 100% not affiliated. Look, they're just doing their own thing. I think I think I'm kind of mixed up there. Okay, I, I'm, I'm I see what you're saying. Evolve is Evolve. WWE is WWE. So now WWE is trying to figure out how to. For some reason, I thought you said Evolve was doing an Eddie Kingston thing, and that's why I was confused. No, that's WWN. WWN through Fight TV and stuff, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yep, that's going to be interesting. you're doing nine things at once. Yeah, stop playing so many games, darn it. Well, I'm finally beating my friend that I've never been able to beat in Madden. I beat him once, and now I'm beating him in a second game, so... I think yeah. maybe y'all keep me grounded, so I appreciate well, this, guys. <laughs> you are grounded. Uh, speaking of more independent wrestling stuff, GCW is having their WrestleMania Collective in Indianapolis. Well, I think it's Indianapolis. Yeah, Indianapolis, it's Indiana. Indiana. Uh, it's uh, it's happening this October, and it's going to be three nights. Uh, of course, they're going to have almost all of their uh, original shows uh, on there. Uh, Jimmy Lowe's Degeneration F, AEW's AIW show they had. Uh, also, Folded Culture that was heading out by AJ Gray. And Stinking Idiot Piece of Crap Effie's uh, Big Gay Brunch. 
Yeah, I don't like that guy. Uh, of course, uh, everybody's uh, favorite Joey Janela spring break for uh, Black Label Pro uh, and uh, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport. Um, and joining the uh, the, uh, the the uh, collective uh, for this uh, Midwest show, uh, you got from uh, Tennessee uh, Southern Underground Pro, and from the Midwest Glory Pro Freelance Wrestling Paradigm 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 Pro Wrestling and Shimmer. Yay, Shimmer. Finally so, a promotion that I like. I'm saving the, the best for last for you. Well, yeah, it was the best promotion that you just named. So, hey, look, have you never been on the uh, freelance wrestling show? No. I mean, I think I've scarred my wife for life because I took her to uh, freelance versus CCW once. But, Jeez uh, Louise, why would you do that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't think about this when I was doing it. By the time I I had I, I realized what I had done, tickets were already flight. It was already booked. too late. <laughs> I was like, well, well, this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, if she's still with me after all this, she's a keeper. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it's gonna be great. Uh, so uh, people who didn't get to see this uh, in Tampa. In the spring, we'll get to see it uh, this uh, fall. Is it still fall? Yeah, still fall in uh, in Indianapolis. Um, and a good friend of ours and of the show, uh, Action Wrestling is having a double shot uh, tomorrow. Oh, by the time people are listening to this on Friday, today, uh, from Tyrone, yes. Georgia. Yeah. A- December fourth. Is- Let's just say that way. Yeah, a week from last Friday. There you go. That's the way. Uh, September fourth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Action Wrestling presents Last Call, and AC Mag will be defending both his champions, the Action and Southern Underground uh, Pro titles against Brett Eisen. So, uh, will AC Mag? Figure another way to re- retain his championships, or will uh, Brett Eisen be wanted for murder? We'll find out. Um, that uh, and Shug D, our, our very good friend of the show, Shug, uh, also known as uh, AEW's Pineapple Pete, uh, will be in action against Eric Royal. Uh, so uh, that that will be a good one, and then. The second, the second show of the evening will be uh, that tonight show in this very ring uh, with Matt Sells. So uh, in, in this show, uh, we're going to have uh, Matt Sells wrestle against Effie and uh, the one called Manders against Eric Royal. Now, that's a whole lot of meat in one ring. Um, oh my. So that's uh, but that's Big gonna be a good one. Slapping meat. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, so yeah, I mean it. It's gonna be it's gonna be real fun. Uh, two, two, a two show event. 
and that they will eventually be a feature on uh, IWTV. I think those are the initials. Uh, yeah, IWTV.live is the name of the application. Uh, so both shows will be up. Uh, smaller attendance shows. Uh, so th there will be a lot less people, but the good old same uh, Fuego uh, that's going to have people be like uh, Mamma Mia. Like more Ronaldo says, um, and yeah, it's gonna be fun. So, everybody, check it out uh, on uh, IWTV when it comes out. This should be fun. So, good luck to Matt, the mouse, and uh, and the team there in action wrestling as as they get back in in, in the biz here. The now, Liz Liz? the Cliz Bliss. I don't, know. I don't know. Well, you know, it's kind of like anything wrestling related here in Georgia, right? You know. Oh. Mm. There's only one promotion in Georgia I actually like. Yeah, WWE, right? They're not based out of Georgia. Oh. <laughs> I, I got really you confused said, for a second. You you didn't say based out of Georgia. You said uh, I said Georgia there is only in one in Georgia that I like, which well, I they, they they promote shows in Georgia. But I assumed like you would understand that I um, I meant. You know what they say about those people who assume they're bad spellers. Um, I can't with y'all. Y'all are just the worst. <laughs> you love us, Mika. I do, but I just can't. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's not lose Danny here either. Uh, okay. Payback. Literally payback. I think that's the last. No, wait. That is not the last thing we we're going to talk about. Uh, the Iron Man match. NXT Iron Man match. Go 60 minutes. We're not going to spend 60 minutes talking about it. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, do what PWI Insider did. Well, I'm not really doing this. This happened like four days ago. Well, three days ago. And if you haven't watched it yet, what is wrong with you? Uh, great match, which ended up with Finn Balor and Adam Cole, both with, with two pins, which, with, uh, which means that they will be wrestling in a sudden death overtime match next week. Live on Super Tuesday, numero dos uh, on uh, the USA Network. Uh, you know what? I thought the match was really good. I thought the match was going to be really good regardless because uh, four people who you put in there. But uh, the thing that got to me is like, okay, well, what are they going to do and how is it going to be different? I didn't watch this live. I saw it the next day. But I did see somebody tweet. Uh, I think it might have been Eric. If I... Actually, because I may have cursed you, Eric, uh, either sharing or tweeting that it was a tie. Maybe it, it was, was not me. Then maybe it wasn't you. And I apologize for thinking it was you. But somebody out there ruined it for me and said that it was a tie. And I was like, what the heck? Another sudden death thing. I'm tired of this. You always go over time, one more fall. So I watched it and then I saw. Wait, the tiebreaker is going to happen next week by the two people left? 
that was different. That was new. The match was great, and I appreciate the slight change in the finish, and I get to see Balor versus Adam Cole. Baby. For the NXT Championship, which I am going to declare now, Finn Balor becomes NXT Champion one more time. Then he's going to become that NXXXT Championship. Yeah, no, this is Balor's title. Finn yeah. for the win. Yeah, Balor, 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 Balor. <laughs> what did you guys think of the match? <laughs> Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed it. It, um, a friend of mine actually pointed something out to me today. It was kind of like a, a throwback to the all Japan, like four pillars because it was the four top guys of the company. And I think they even made mention in the game or in the, in the show yeah. about that. They were the four pillars of NXT. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I definitely yeah, enjoyed Mara the match. That. Yeah. I, I I think that the right two people to go to the, the next round, quote unquote, are, are the right two people. Um, we, we've seen enough from Balor and uh, – not Balor, I'm sorry. From Gargano and Ciampa to know, you know, that they're probably not in the title picture right now for that reason because they're pretty much the – divisions revolved around them before Cole got the title. So I don't know. I think it's going to be a great match regardless. Um, but yeah, I think Balor comes away with it. Mm. What yeah, do you guys think, think the of, four, the, of the match? The four-man four match, I, I, you know, four-man Ironman match gave it a lot of times where there wasn't a lot of downtime because sometimes with Ironman matches, even the 30-minute Ironman matches, you, you get a lot of, like, them killing time, kind of, you know? Rest holds and these kind of things. So with, with four guys, you didn't really have that. It was pretty much action, 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 going for the whole the whole thing. And so I definitely appreciated that as the four-man aspect for the thing. I was going to be mad if, they, if it ended on an all-four-man draw, which is what it looked like for a long time. I was thinking it was going to end in... There wasn't going to be a winner at all, and then we were going to. Well, what the heck? This was pointless, you know. Like, but I guess this is how they solve it. They do this. They they whittle it down to two, and then make these two uh, fight it out. Which, yeah, as we meant, as we all kind of agreed, it would be it's Finn's title to win. Mm-hmm. And with that, it is time for payback. Mm. Mika's so excited Alright For the second to last time ever The Iconics were tag team action Bullshit And like they they were uh, On this past Monday Night Raw They were unsuccessful in their match against Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. Um, nine minutes. We had a pre-show match. Riot Squad, they reunited Riot Squad victorious as they would be the next day on Monday Night Raw, as you saw on the USA Network, where the loser had to disband. 
and the Iconics are now Iconic as they are single stars, which means to me what I've been looking for the most. It is now time for Peyton Royce to take her rightful place as the second best in the WWE after the goddess, of course. Um, I'm not even going to dignify this with an answer. Woof. Woof. Look, if you need me to get your iconic shirt and cut it in a half so you can have the iconic Mm. separated, I can do that for you. Mm. Honestly, I mean... It was a shock that they were breaking them up, but then I thought about, you know, the the schematics of it all. Somebody's married to um, Sean Spears, and, you know, that whole contract thing might be coming around the mountain. I don't know. but It's not. It's, She's under contract for a while. For a yeah. while? Oh, well. <laughs> she could have she asked for her release, you know, some... Sometimes they go, you know, and say, hey, I'm going to go bye-bye. So who knows? We'll see what happens in a, in a few months. But she's, but, but she's you know. married to Billy. She can't leave. She's married to Billy. Oh. They're a beautiful couple. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you. you know, sometimes beautiful couples don't quite make it. And this is the WWE saying this beautiful couple is not going to make it, at least not right now. Um, yeah. Plus, uh is 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 uh, Billy even recovered from uh, Raw Underground? Mm-hmm. She hasn't Bye. recovered from that sweaty hug from Shane. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. traumatic for her. <laughs> it's like being at a fan <laughs> expo all over again. Jesus, <laughs> accurate as fuck. Accurate mm-hmm. as fuck. Mm-hmm. Sweaty hugs from people you don't want. Accurate as fuck. Anyways, yeah, screw WWE, trash. Don't break that team up. It's the best. It's the only legitimate tag team in your entire division. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. That's stupid. But they got the Riot Squad back. Yeah, like I said, the only legitimate tag team in the entire division. There, there is no Iconics anymore. Exactly. So they don't even have a legitimate tag division anymore. It's well, they we legitimately didn't look at their look. Honestly, it's probably for the best that the girls did get broken up. Who are your women's tag champions right now? Two people that they threw together. But yeah, name they, the they, one. They, name they, the one who shouldn't have a title. Nia Jax. We don't want Nia Jax anywhere around these girls, like trying to actually wrestle. So it's more of a safety precaution than anything. They should be thanking somebody. Trash. Mm. All right. So moving on, your main card: uh, Bobby Lashley defeats Apollo Cruz to win the United States Championship. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, if Apollo was gonna lose to anybody, it was gonna be uh, Bobby Lashley. So the heart business now is in control of the United States Championship. Although you know they did briefly have the twenty-four-seven title that they have no more. Uh, maybe the heart business will now focus on finishing recruiting Cedric Alexander and do some more uh, hurting in a Raw Underground. But I thought this was a good match. 
didn't didn't suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't was a bad right. match. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just. It's a Lashley match. It's not. It's they're usually not great. Mm-hmm. But this one. You know what you makes know, Lashley matches great? Leo Rush. Mm. Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. <laughs> makes you at least pay attention. I just loved the way he would chant it, the Lashley's name. It was just Lashley, Lashley. Didn't Leo yeah, retire? Was... Hey, no, Leo did something. Came, I don't know. And then came back. Now he came back at uh somewhere GCW yeah, something but... like that. I I thought that he retired after his match with uh, Janela. I thought that was his last. No, I don't think so. I don't think that was it. Maybe I had a dream. Lashley! Lashley! In your next match, Big E defeated Big Sheamus. Big Sheamus, why did I say Big Sheamus? Big Big E defeated Sheamus uh, to continue his... uh, uh, singles right here, Big E looking, yeah. looking as good as Big E knows how to look. And, yeah, I mean, I'm all for a big singles push for uh, Big E. Yep. It is a new day. Yes, it is. 100%. Long overdue. Big E deserves it. Don't care what The Miz says. Long overdue. Nobody should care what The Miz says, ever. Except for make sure you check out Miss and Misses on USA Network. Coming back this <laughs> Fall on the USA Network. And don't forget, Cannonball! Yeah, season finale just happened, I think. So, hey, you if you miss The Miz, you'll see him this November on the USA Network. Miz and Mrs. back in L.A. Now back to our original programming. Uh, yeah, Matt uh, Riddle defeats King Corbin. Uh, That's how long we've been gone, Mika. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Matt Riddle. Next. Mm. I, I'm just over this whole King Corbin Matt Riddle thing. Yeah. Let's just. I'm just on. over Matt Riddle. Yeah. We know. All right. Uh, it, for the Literally Women's Championship, uh, Shayna Baszler wins the. Women's stacking championships. All by herself. Mm-hmm. No help. Double submission. It was actually that kind of a great finish. That that finish was so badass. Everybody yeah. on like all social media platforms were talking about it. I mean, you forgot that she was in a match with a partner, which is good because her partner is <clears throat> unmentionable. Sucks. Um, yeah. yeah, that too. Nia Jax would have hurt like four people and there was only two in the ring. Um, so, <laughs> Well, she could have hurt all three and then hurt herself, so technically. And the, and the ref. The yeah, and the ref, yeah. right. So she hurt five people. She could have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love Anaya. Anyway, yeah, Shayna, Shayna's a tag team champion. She's, she is the tag team champion. She is yeah, the tag team champions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This segment brought to you by the I Hate Nia Jax fan club. <laughs> Next up, millions of millions of uh, of people worldwide members. Next up, Keith Lee defeats Randy Orton with the Spirit Bomb. 
They call it the spirit bomb. By the way, uh, Keith Lee looking sharp with that hair uh, growing. And then this how I guess to put a, a shirt on him. Um, from what I heard, I, I was reading some uh, dirty sheets. And they were saying that this man told Randy Orton one thing and one thing only. Make Keith Lee a star. Well, guess what? If Randy Orton wants to call himself the greatest wrestler ever because he can make a star, he made Keith Lee look like a million bucks. I was honestly shocked by this finish. Especially coming so quickly, being that it was a fairly short match. It was the shortest match on the card. Yeah. You know, just over six minutes. and and Even the women got more time. That never happened. I know. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But the finish, the spirit bomb, and the way Randy sold it, if you go back and you watch, just pull up the, the end in the spirit bomb, Randy's face, he looked like a small child who just got put to sleep with drool and everything. It was amazing. Like, he looked like he just had his spirit, his spirit left his body. His That's body. the whole point of the spirit bomb, okay? <laughs> but, but, That's but why I've it's seen the spirit, spirit bomb. bomb before, and, you know, people have sold it different ways, but Randy took Vince's words to heart and to soul and to spirit and did the job and did it more than with just his body. He used all of his tools to put Keith Lee over and I I have that like recorded and so I just replay it and send it out to people. Like, look at this, look at this. It was amazing, it was great. Um Vince apparently I've been reading Dirty Sheets as well, is is got a thing for Keith Lee. And, and wants him to be the next big thing, so to speak. Um, and he's well on his way if Randy's jobbing him like this. So we'll see what the future holds for the limitless one. Can we get his old theme back? I'm home. You know, that's like, that's all, that's like, we all know <coughs> Keith Lee is amazing. Like, I just want his old theme back because that rock music does not fit him at all. Did, did, did CFO Money Sign make his music? I, I honestly don't know um, because that that that's the only reason I can think of that they changed it because ever since but CFO working, made half CFO, of the music on the roster and none of their music yeah, changed. Well, I yeah, but I think they're slowly trying to uh, separate themselves from CFO Money Sign. Well, that's a shame because that theme was fantastic. Bring back Jim Johnson; he'll make him a good song. I think Jim Johnson's like out of the game now. Like I don't even think he makes music anymore. Look, if Vince called, you think he'd be done? Yes, he'll be back. Vince Man gave built him a a, he owned studio for him to play with. All right, he'll be all right. All right, uh, tag team action: uh, the Mysterios versus uh, the Messiah and his disciple. 16 minutes is the longest match of the night. Uh, uh, you know what? Dominic Mysterio, you know, three matches already. Uh, well, four matches now, right? No, yep. Yeah, four yeah, matches. Four now. matches. Uh, kid looks very good. I mean, people can hate on the fact that yeah. he wasn't, uh, he didn't go through developmental, but look, I mean, his name is Mysterio, right? And yeah. He looked Dominic's pretty good. Been looking really good. Like I, I, I can't even like 
for somebody that's only had three professional matches, he looks really better than somebody really that you would expect to only have three matches under his belt, honestly. That is true. Looked great. Fun match. The Mysterious winners. Los Mysterios. La pareja misteriosa. Yeah, what you said, bless you. He was sneezing, right? Jesus Christ. Sounds like me. What? What? Well, what do you, what do you think about Dominic? Now, you've seen him, what, through four times? I'm okay. putting him in the ring with his dad because his dad is so short and he's so tall. This is really not his kid. This is uh, Eddie's kid because his finish yeah, is the frog Eddie splash. Yeah, I mean, he but even did his dad finishing. That's true. Adopting dad's um, finisher. No better right. tribute. No better tribute. Um, but And he does it so much I'm better than uh, Chavo does, too. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people do better things than Chavo's. Chavo's ugly-ass frog <sighs> It's not a five-star, but, you know, it's pretty good. It's all right. Remember when um, they called it the Battle of the Five Stars? Yes. Mm. Even though they were frog splashes, not five stars. <laughs> they didn't, the movie and there were only two people star. in the match, so it couldn't have actually been a five star. Yeah. It, it also didn't happen in Japan. So. Yeah, well, so it definitely couldn't have had five stars if it wasn't the Tokyo Dome. That's the, that's the gimmick, mm-hmm. right? Don't. Pretty much. Wow. But yeah, okay. Dominic continues to look good. Match, I, I like. I really enjoyed. Mm. Go ahead, Mika. Mm-hmm. We're gonna say something. Oh no, 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 no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You were <laughs> Dominic's. Dominic's tall. He, he looks. He looks good. Um, I, I know he was training already. So, you know, I'm, I'm impressed with what he brings to the table, and I'm glad that his training has been working. Yeah. And he does not get out there embarrassing Eddie's legacy. Damn. Yeah. Um, in your main event of the evening, a triple threat match, no holds barred, Universal Championship on the line. Um, the Fiend defends the championship against Braun Strowman and the big dog, Roman Reigns. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Fiend and Braun... Uh, wrestle before the match gets started until they break the ring. Uh, and then once the ring is broken, the referee is nowhere to be seen. Um, and out comes Roman Reigns. Signs finally on the dotted line. He's in the match, goes in, uh, and then takes out Braun, uh, then takes out the Fiend. And eventually goes over to pin Braun Strowman after a spear uh, to once again become uh, Universal Champion, the big dog, the championship that he never lost. But he did lose it. Did he lose it? I thought he gave it away. He lost to Goldberg, uh, didn't he? And then Braun beat Goldberg. He lost the belt, I thought, and then he had. Then he said he was going away. He didn't oh, like. Oh, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know why oh. he's, they keep saying this is the title he never lost because because I thought he I thought it. he lost. 
I thought he also gave it away, though. Are we no. sure? Because they had the contract signing Roman versus Goldberg with Goldberg with the title. Mm-hmm. What is the real answer to this question? Well, according to Wikipedia, it says Roman Reigns' dog with <laughs> cheating defeated with defeated the fiend Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. So uh, that's according to the results on the Wikipedia page for Payback 2020. Good job, somebody. But there is no, apparently there is no Roman Reigns' dog uh, page anymore. That's but sad. it does say Roman Reigns' dog with cheating defeated the fiend Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. But with there, cheating, there, with cheating, who is eventually, eventually that will get edited. You know that. Yeah, they'll fix it back, or they'll get a Roman Reigns' dog uh, place. Yeah. Let's see. He had leukemia. Mm-hmm. And then he left. He didn't have the title then. And then he came yeah. back. So, let's see here. And then he came back, Ray- and then COVID happened. And then he walked, stepped aside due to COVID. Oh, you know what, then? I think maybe. Maybe he was supposed to re- wasn't he supposed to wrestle Goldberg and then at WrestleMania? Yeah, yeah but he did, he wasn't the champion. Goldberg was. You're right. That's weird. So maybe he well, maybe they're saying basically Roman would have beaten Goldberg for the title. Rewriting history, yeah, saying that Goldberg. Didn't I mean, exist. it's WWE. They- yeah, their show and look we. We have to go start digging and looking it up. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. Air. Yeah. Let me kiss that. <laughs> well, there you go. But so Roman Reigns wins the championship that he should have won at WrestleMania. And he is Universal Champion. Um, how'd you guys like? I mean, I think that the fact that. They just fought each other with no, uh, you know. We haven't even talked about the biggest factor started, which is Roman Reigns has Paul Heyman in his corner. Well, I thought I thought I did mention that. Maybe I did not. We we didn't we didn't bring enough light to it. Roman Reigns is now a Paul Heyman guy. Following well, in the footsteps of guys old. like CM Punk and Brock Lesnar and Curtis Axel. Because people forget Curtis Axel was a Brock ha- or Ball Haven guy. Yeah. Well, how do you like right. that? I mean, it was. I didn't. I, I figured if it would kind of somehow end like this. No. No lie, I kind of figured it was coming. Um, it sucks, but, you know, whatever. Wait, why does it suck? Oh, because the Fiend lost? Yeah, like, let's just make him a transitional champion, why don't we? It's not like he was, you know, killing it during COVID, but whatever, you know, let's just put another guy on the back burner for Roman Reigns. Well, but, I mean, I, I, I'll wait and see where this goes. Honestly. 
Yeah, I, I like it. I personally think. Well, you don't like dogs Bron- or Bron or fucking whatever his name is, Bray Wyatt. Well, that is also true, but still, doesn't mean I don't like the change. I mean, I think I think if Ro- I think this new Roman, the fact that it's different might, might also be endearing to people. People will appreciate the new Roman Reigns. Mm. I mean, do you guys like the new Roman Reigns? I'm willing to give it a chance to see where it goes, yes. I mean, how about you, It's Roman Reigns. He he wrestles the same way. This is also very true. Getting a small you say Heyman something about Heyman. in the back of the room. Yeah, she started chanting Heyman. That was me. It. it was all about Paul Heyman. That's, as long as Roman's with Paul Heyman, Roman's got my vote. The minute he drops Heyman, screw Roman Reigns. There we go. All right. Well, I, I like what it. Was that uh, yeah. The big dog. I think it's going to be different. Uh, I think it's going to be good, and it's going to be interesting to see how uh, the Heyman, uh, the Heyman piece, helps him get over with some of the crowd. And the interwebs are still going to complain, but alas, that is it. What grade do we give WWE Payback? Mm. Wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, C plus. Okay. I give it a B. I mean, it was a solid little show. Um, again, it was short, sweet, and to the point. It didn't drag, I think. It kind of flowed nicely. There was no, um, like, oh, my God, this thing's not over yet. So I give it a B. I go, like, B- minus because it was, for the reasons Mika said, but at the same time, like, it was, it, there wasn't a whole lot, like, Standout worthy, you know, apart that to me, match wise, that I'm going to go back and watch again, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, Keith Lee beating Randy Orton so quickly is kind of the big deal from here. Um, you know, Shayna winning basically single handedly, you know, using her opponents to make each other tap out. But, um, I mean, to me, it was just not, nothing really like huge and exceptional that came out of the show. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with a B. The the show for the most part was A. Keith Lee versus Randy Orton was my match of the night. And of course that ending with the main event was good. The uh, tag match with the Mysterious and Rollins and Murphy. Good. So yeah, I, I give it a solid B. Uh but yeah. Uh the the new Roman Reigns era may just got started. Uh but we are just getting done for tonight. As uh, another episode's under, you know, under wraps or it's wrapped up or however you people say this, English words are not, you know, foreign to me. However, make sure you check us out. We are here each and every Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, live on Podbean. And then now you can check this out also on demand the next day uh, on the Podbean app, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, Google Play will be coming back there soon. Uh, 
tune in and soon also on the Amazon Music. Check us out on the Twitter machine at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F in Danger. Mika's on Twitter at Mika Villas. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.